Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. Is it just me or is it a really good time for streaming content? Over the course of the pandemic, you know, the thing that we're not truly out of, but we like to pretend we are, there was also a lot of content being released, but it feels like it's a really good time right now. One of the things that I'm actually excited for and am currently watching is Obi-Wan on Disney+. Plus. But just about two weeks ago, Disney released a pretty decent surprise, which was Chippendale Rescue Rangers. For me, it's kind of strange that I am using Disney Plus so much lately. But that might change a little bit since Netflix brought back Stranger Things, something I'm not really looking forward to. I do have to say the first episode of Season 4 started out a little bit slow, but by the end of it, it was pretty cool, even if they have a bootleg Freddy Krueger. Anyway, we're not talking about that, and it's time we announce the movie. Starring Andy Samberg, John Mulaney, and Kiki Lane, this is the 2022 Akiva Schaefer-directed Chippendale Rescue Rangers. This movie takes place real-time 30 years after Chippendale Rescue Rangers went off the air, and we're supposed to believe that Chippendale were real, talking, animated chipmunks that live in a world where cartoons are real and interact with us people. They're not animated, they're actors just trying to make a living like any of us. After the Chippendale Rescue Rangers TV show ended, everybody that worked on that show went their own separate ways. Chip makes his living by being a salesman, and Dale makes his living by going to various conventions and signing autographs, maybe taking pictures as well. This all changes when they get a call from one of the rescue rangers, Monterey Jack, who owes a lot of money because of his cheese addiction. Monterey Jack gets kidnapped, which forces Chip and Dale to work together to try to rescue him and maybe rekindle a friendship along the way. The first thing about this movie that came to mind when I saw the trailer a couple months ago is that it really resembled a Who Framed Roger Rabbit style film where the animation blends really well with the actors. I'm glad that the trailer was actually representative of the final product and didn't really give too much away. That's one of the things that definitely played in its favor. We get a ton of cameos from Disney properties as well as non-Disney properties. I do think that Who Framed Roger Rabbit had a little bit more going for it as far as blending the different studios, but it's good to see the effort here to try to recreate a movie that I didn't think could ever be recreated, or more specifically, that style and type of movie. Who Framed Roger Rabbit took a very long time to make, and there was also quite a few copiers along the way. The most notable one would be the one from 1992 with the Ralph Bakshi directed Cool World. Well, Cool World wasn't so cool, as it was a movie that tried to bank off the success of Who Framed Roger Rabbit because of the live action mixed with animation, it was also more adult. If I had anything to say about it, it's a bad movie and pretty trashy, to be honest. Who Framed Roger Rabbit definitely had a charm about it. Thankfully, Chippendale Rescue Rangers has that same charm and vibe going for it. The worst part about it is, as good as Chippendale Rescue Rangers is, it's not going to be remembered as fondly as Who Framed Roger Rabbit. 
mostly because Chippendale Rescue Rangers fills the film with a whole bunch of pop culture references that I hope will still be relevant 10, 20, 30 years from now, but I seriously doubt it. It does tap into a lot of pop culture references from the 80s and 90s, which is a great thing because this movie feels tailor-made for us 30 and 40-somethings that grew up with Chippendale Rescue Rangers, as well as the whole Disney afternoon animation block of programming. We get tons of cameos scattered throughout. I don't want to give any of them away, really. There was one that I really enjoyed, and that's a pop culture reference from only within the last couple years, and involves a certain blue hedgehog that had a huge controversy over the original design. We even get a Roger Rabbit cameo, which it was honestly good to see Roger Rabbit again in something. I know there was those numerous shorts that would appear before different Touchstone movies and different Disney movies. But there wasn't enough of them. For some reason, Roger Rabbit never seemed to get a fair shake as far as being included in Disney's history. Especially now. He's a character that hasn't been on screen in, what, about 25, 30 years? As much as Chippendale Rescue Rangers has in common with Roger Rabbit, it also has a lot of things in common with, say, the Lego movie or... Lego Batman film, Ready Player One, all of these films that throw all kinds of pop culture references at you and you're just kind of trying to catch up and see everything there and you really can't see it all in one sitting because it all flies by so fast. I do like all the different references but I also feel that it's that one thing that's going to keep the movie from being fondly remembered. I really did like the whole meta approach that this film took the idea of Chippendale being estranged from each other as well as the rest of the rescue rangers, it really allowed the film to have a little bit more to do than just throw all those pop culture references at us. It never really reaches the emotional heights that it could have, and I say emotional loosely, but it really could have been sweeter than what it was. The other thing that the film avoids, and wisely, is making it too adult. There's a whole bunch of jokes that'll go right over the kids' heads, so you can safely watch this film with the family. This movie was advertised as being brought to you by The Lonely Island, which makes sense with Andy Samberg and Akiva Schaefer being involved, but they really resisted that itch to make this film a PG-13. I don't know if that was a mandate from Disney that this had to be rated PG, but it's a very light PG and it works. As much as I was actually looking forward to this one, I know that some people on the internet were upset with the approach that this took. They wanted a Chippendale Rescue Rangers in the same vein as the TV show, but the whole meta idea works a little bit better. I don't know if you could really go back to that with all the cheesy jokes and overly kiddie premises, because that was in fact a show meant for kids. Is it still enjoyable today? Sure. I'm positive you could probably still enjoy it. It's just, as we know, it's often tough to go back and rewatch some of the stuff that we enjoyed as children, mostly because we have those fond memories and maybe those memories shouldn't be revisited. We all know too, for the ones that are still fans of the original show and still know it inside and out, whatever would have actually been made wouldn't have lived up to people's expectations. So I really feel that the choice to make this film with its meta idea, I think it was really best case scenario. I have to say I like the choice for the voice actors here, such as John Mulaney for 
Chip and Andy Samberg as Dale. I think it was a good choice. They didn't need to have the original voices. We do get a touch of that in the film, but those are supposed to be the characters and their voices that they used when they were in character, and these are the real ones. Most of the live-action actors take a backseat to the animated actors in the film, and I think that's a good thing. Kiki Lane as the lone live-action actor, she does pretty well for what the film actually gave her, but she doesn't really have much to do. And even when she does, it just doesn't seem 100% seamless like Who Framed Roger Rabbit was. I know I hate to keep comparing the two, it's just this had such a feel of that but didn't really get to the same heights. If there was anything that I was really disappointed with this one is the fact that there's not enough live action actor cameos. It would have been fun to see a, oh yeah, I remember Chip and Dale type of stories, maybe like a E! True Hollywood Story type of little montage. I don't know, maybe adding something like that would have added to the bloat of the film, which this movie does feel a little too long. It feels short yet long at the same time. It's tough to put my finger on it, but it just doesn't seem to all come together the way it should. But the movie's so much fun that, in a lot of ways, I don't care to even criticize it. There's so much charm and goodwill that it's almost like the Sonic the Hedgehog films or even the recent Bob's Burgers that I talked about last week, that it makes up for its shortcomings by how much fun it actually is. I think Disney could have had an actual hit on their hands if they would have threw a little bit more money at it and made it a theatrical film. I don't think that Chippendale Rescue Rangers was ever considered for being a theatrical film, but it probably could have been released theatrically and it probably could have made some money. So with a little bit more crafting, they could have had a pretty decent hit on their hands. I think that word of mouth along with strong critic reviews would have pushed this one to a hey let's go see it and have fun type of movie. And it's one that you could watch with the entire family. I was impressed with some of the interesting music choices. One is only on screen for a second that really surprised me, and that's Lamb of God with their song Laid to Rest. Who would have thought that Chip is a metal fan? We also have an appearance by Tenacious D at the beginning, musically anyway. Odd choices, but hey, they worked and made me laugh. I guess I can talk about this since it's not really a spoiler. Peter Pan is the villain. If you've watched the trailer for Chippendale Rescue Rangers, you've seen that he is the villain of the film. It's kind of an oddball choice. It's also strange that his whole scheme is bootlegging various animated icons by breaking them down, and I guess that's a little bit on the dark side, but I thought it was kind of funny as well, specifically because Disney's been battling the bootleg animated films for quite a while now, so it's a nice little wink and nod at that whole practice, while making fun of the companies that put out these cheap imitations of Disney properties. I think Will Arnett actually did a great job as far as the voice of Sweet Pete or the adult Peter Pan. He does so good that you forget who he is sometimes and he generally has a very distinct voice. Overall, Chippendale Rescue Rangers is a good time. It's not a perfect film by any means, it doesn't have to be, and no film is truly perfect. What it does do, it does well, and you know, it is a perfect film for family movie night. I think I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. 
If you don't do the whole social media thing, you can drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. And if you're enjoying my podcast, why not tell a friend about it? Why not tell two friends for that matter? Or if you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as continue to create new content. But with that being said, be kind and good night.